Hi, and welcome to the Unplugged Debate. On this podcast, we delve into the ideas surrounding human interaction with both nature and technology, talking to people about their time in the outdoors, starting from when they were younger all the way through to present day, developing a picture on who and what motivates them to be outside and why they do the things they do in the outdoors, crossing over into talking about their technology usage and how that's changed throughout their life, and speaking to them about the different types of technology they use on a day-to-day basis, from their mobile phones to their running shoes. Once we've developed a good picture of them, we incorporate that into how they think technology has changed their outlook on life and their time in the outdoors. And finishing with how they think technological development has changed society on a wider scale. So hello and welcome. So on today's episode, we have Zoe Allen, who also has done adventure education. She is an accomplished open water swimmer who has also swum the channel, quite a feat that not many people will ever do. Um, currently, she's training to be a paramedic, and you're going to qualify. When was it? Uh, should be June. I think. Should be June. So working, working as an ambulance <laughs> staff. Oh, good. Well, so down to brass tacks, um, we obviously spoke about you doing the open water swimming and stuff, but what sort of things do you do in the outdoors? What do you like to do? Um, now, I walk a lot, um, and that's yeah. about it. <laughs> that's about it. Uh, I walk, and I try and swim when I can, uh, but I really, at the moment, I really enjoy walking, and I like going for walks. I try and do them for about an hour at a time and try and find different places um, and different routes just to keep myself active and change the path so it's always an adventure <laughs> <laughs> and you you live down on the south coast um yeah i mean you've got um it's pretty flat down there so do you head off into the south downs much or yeah so um do a lot of sea seafront walks um, yeah. But that is quite flat. Um, but last week I went up to Kingley Vale um, and we went round a different route up there, um, which was really nice. Um, other than that, I've been to, oh, I think it's Devil's Dyke. That's on the South Downs. That's near yeah. Brighton where, yeah, been up there, around the hills there. But we only did a short walk because it was so windy. And that was when the pubs was open. So we went for... <laughs> Uh, Sunday dinner which yeah. so that was quite a while ago that was back in summer um <laughs> but yeah so I do a lot of walking now it's a bit too cold for me to go out swimming as I haven't kept it up and um, yeah. it would be a dip in a scream and back out <laughs> <laughs> dip in a scream and then cake <laughs> so I I've been um open water swimming with Zoe and we did it in the winter time as well and um I didn't do it in a wetsuit and I wasn't trained for it, but uh, Zoe was. And then it was more of a dip and like, oh my God, it's cold. And lots of cut feet and things like that. So, and then get, what did we have? Do we have ice cream after all? Yeah. 
Yeah, we did. And uh, did Livy came, didn't she? Yeah, she did. did yeah. Livy come down. They all, they spotted us, and then yeah. we went off. Yeah, we did. We got ice cream afterwards <laughs> in the cold. But <laughs> what you get in for? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. You get in for the really sugary sweet stuff after. So, you did well but, that uh, day, actually. Yeah. Well, we I, went I mean, pretty far. Yeah. Well, how, I, I don't know how far we went in the end. I can't remember. Did we Did we go down to the uh, the White Flats and back? Or did we yeah, cut think, it short and just no, do a smaller loop? I think it was the White Flats and back. Yeah, that's a that's a mile, I think, down to there and back. So we did. Yeah. I wasn't, right. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't ready for that at all. We earned the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, earned the ice cream. So, I mean, on our, on our course and stuff like that, we did a lot of climbing and, and kayaking and that sort of thing. Did you ever keep any of that up? Or it's just sort of your open water swimming and you're walking? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I discovered I had to breathe. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't very good at many adventure sports, but I enjoyed doing them. And I think for me, that was the main thing. Um, I've been climbing a few times since, but again, got myself stuck at the top of the wall and wasn't really sure how to get back down. <laughs> uh, that was a red spider in Portsmouth. And I get myself all anxious and I don't just want to jump, even though I know the jump's not that far, just jump and land on the soft mat. But yeah, so I've tried. Um, I tried kayaking um, and yeah. tried doing that uh, with my partner and we went in on, <laughs> it was um, really windy, the sea was like raging day yeah. and the fishermen had got out of their kayaks, so don't know why, we blew up the kayak, <laughs> we, got, we got in the water and then the dog, he has a little life jacket, he jumped out and we were like, oh no. And we were just going in circles and all these people were laughing at us and the fishermen were taking photos of us. We were like, we don't even know why we got in, but we had a laugh, but we've not been back in the kayak since um, yeah. Since then. But, oh, and I've done like about, God, about two years ago, I think I was last on a paddle board, something like that. So yeah. other than that, I just walk. Moment, yeah. and I've been in for a swim especially over summer yeah. I got in and swam yeah but that's good and so I mean that's you still get out and about and it's still quite interesting but um so what sort of interested you how did you get into going and doing stuff in the outdoors where did it start um so I've always I guess being outdoors has always been a thing from a kid because we all played outdoors so that was mm. a normal thing and where I grew up there was lots of hills and lots of green space so we were always out in the fields um and hanging out together playing football um but where I started like loving outdoors and swimming was um I was 16 and my mom started open water swimming she'd done a mile in a pool and then she was like I'm gonna go outside and then she just asked me if I wanted to come along with her yeah. And I said yes. Uh, and at first I'd wear my wetsuit and um, I'd wear my wetsuit uh, and I'd chat. I'd do breaststroke and I'd just chat. So my mum's cousin used to come and yeah. I would be like, 
na 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 natter. And it took me like 50 minutes to do a quarter of a mile just because <laughs> I was so slow at breaststroke going round. Um, so then, uh, and then eventually I started, mum was like, get your head in, start doing front crawl. Um, and I just started doing that and got better at front crawl. And then it, and then it came to the point of um, picking a degree and I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to do acting, but then going to an audition, I was like, oh, I don't want to wait all these years that people have been living at home for four years and they just keep auditioning and getting rejected kind of thing. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. So for what else do I like? And I was like, I love sports and um, I should do a degree in that. And then I found this course and yeah, I just read it and I was like, oh, that's a bit of me that <laughs> I'll join into <laughs> adventure education. And I think from there, that's where I spent most of my time outdoors, really. Um, yeah. But from that, yeah, and then obviously once I was at uni, my mum decided she wanted to swim the channel, felt like it was too big to swim on her own. And I said I would do it with her as part of my placement year because I'd have the time to train with her and swim it with her there. So I think all my life I've been outdoors. Um, but I think the enjoying being outdoors more probably came from coming to university and from a like, teenager, really, from about 16 onwards. Yeah. And then obviously I picked a degree where we're outdoors constantly. <laughs> oh, exactly. So, so basically it was a lot of the opportunity to be outside and, and uh, when you were young and, and your mum was a big driver in that, I, I assume, as well, by the sounds of it. Yeah. Yeah, because she swam, I used to go with her and then I was like, yeah, I can do that. And she got me to do my first mile, which is really excited about outdoors. Um, so I enjoyed doing that. And I just said, I enjoyed also spending the time with my mum, even though swimming, you don't talk to each other. It was just like that car journey going with her. And, you know, because my brother, we live with my brother and my stepdad. And so it was kind of like a bit of, me and mum time in that sense in a house full of people it was that nice we go together and it's something that we do together and yeah we made friends in a big social group from it which was really nice but really yeah. yeah she does have a big influence on it but then she's always got us to be active in sport here did my jiu-jitsu and all of that from the age of seven so we've always been active yeah in that sense well that's good so I guess that um, the, the question is now is how has it changed sort of um, just looking at um, sort of everyone around you? How has it changed since you were younger compared to now? The amount that we're outside and we're indoors? And... I think before um, lockdown, yeah, I think we spent a lot of time indoors um you know you don't see well I don't know I don't really live in an area where there's loads of children but I don't really see kids playing out in that sense anymore I mean you can't now because <laughs> no. we're in lockdown but <laughs> but before that yeah I think a lot of people spend a lot of time on their xbox you know they can all call their friends and they all play on their games and they all talk on their headphones and zoom each other or whatever facetime at the same time um, yeah. instead of having to go out now um, I think now, currently, 
you see everyone like sometimes when we take the dog for a walk on the seafront I want to put my face mask on purely because it's packed mm. and I'm like you're not meant to be around it's nice to see everyone out but there's too many people together at the same time and you're like oh I really want to wear my face mask like so sometimes <laughs> I do I, I get my face mask out and I wear it whilst on a walk or I think oh it's too busy I'll go back out yeah later um but I think in the sense of people, I think now it's nice. People have found the outdoors again within this last year. People have started going out and exploring places and probably finding places they never even knew existed. And um, yeah, they've gone out and done that. So, but I think before, not many people, unless you really love the outdoors, connected with it. I think it yeah. was more of a, oh, there's more fun things to do inside, isn't there? <laughs> Like well, RuPaul's so. Drag Race, you know what I mean? Back to back. Oh. Yeah, binge watching, <laughs> binge watching Netflix and and playing Xbox all day long. That's horrible. Literally, yeah. and all all reality TV. <laughs> oh, you love a little bit. Which I still you love, love a good bit of reality. I'm not TV. shaming yeah. reality TV. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say. <laughs> um, so, like, obviously, our generation. I spoke. I spoke with Nick as well, and. Um, you know, our generation, we were on the, the cusp of um, starting to get lots of technology in our lives and, and that sort of thing. Um, how much technology do you use on a daily basis? Um, so currently, um, I use a fair bit. <laughs> yeah, I probably do. Um, in my spare time, I'll do that. Thing where you flip through Instagram. Um, I have, yeah, I have days on and days off with technology. At work, we use iPads. Our paperwork's done on there, so I spend a lot of my day on the iPad seeing patients in that sense. And um, But in my own personal time, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I probably spend a lot of time on there. I watch a lot of telly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to the point where sometimes I'm on Instagram and I'm still flicking through it and it's the same stuff. I've yeah. already looked at it. And I'm mm -hmm. like, why am I sat here wasting my time flicking through it, like yeah. social media in a sense? And then I've got games on my phone. But I think someday, so I, I won't touch my phone. I will leave it down for hours and then I'll pick it up and I'll be like, oh, my phone. Or So it's not every day. I'm a bit hit and miss. Yeah. really with it in that sense yeah. but i do look i do like scrolling through instagram <laughs> like to keep up with the uh with the trends on instagram literally and the celebrities and the free britney um, <laughs> motion that's going at the moment i love that leave britney alone <laughs> love her always have no. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear that, that that was years ago that that started though with that youtube channel leave britney alone Oh, with the guy, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, Chris, was, is it Chris Crocker or something like that? No idea. No idea. I never I think it is him, yeah. But uh, so you use I, iPads and, and your laptop and, and your phone. Yeah, telly, Xbox. Xbox as well. I mean, like the sports you do or the, the time you spend out in the outdoors, I mean you only really use um, a, like a swimming cap and uh, and you've got your flotation device behind you with all your gear in it, haven't you? Yeah, 
So Nick made a good point uh, in his um, in his podcast is that we forget that the stuff that we use in our, our sports now uh, is technology and it's all been developed. Um, so how has like open water swimming technology changed? So the, the, the stuff you wear um, whilst you're open water swimming or, you know, your shoes that you use to go walking in, how have they differed as you've grown up have, or have you not actually noticed? Um, I mean, shoes-wise, like, I never knew that you could get the, when I first started, like, the socks that you could wear and put on your feet to protect them, or, like, now I swim in gel shoes to get over the stones, and they're just tight to my feet, and I swim in them before I'd, I'd suffer the pain of walking across the shells <laughs> of the stones and be like, oh, I'm going to um, do this. Yeah. Um, suffer it um with costumes I've never really got into the price of a costume or who's made it or what the costume does so technology that way I've never really um been into the development of the stuff I use I quite happily just pay for a five pound costume and put it on and swim and it's gone it's gone I'll go and get another one um so in that sense but I think a lot of people um who I still see swimming, they buy a lot of new things and new products for swimming. You know, now you can get toe floats that are dry bags with a light in them. So you can carry your clothes with you and you can light yourself up in the water. Um, you can wear belts now that you can put like feed and stuff if you're going to be a long time in the water in so there's oh, lots wow. of stuff and then obviously as you get out you've got your dry robe it's not just a towel anymore you can put your big shelter on and get changed in it so I guess in that sense it's developing um I've just never actually thought about it I'm just no. like because I have got a dry robe and I have got a tow flow mine's a dry bag one but before you just used to blow it up you could have put anything in it but obviously now you can put your keys in and stuff like that Mm. yeah and the same with like walking shoes I've still got the same walking boots that yeah. I had when I started uni they have done me well I still wear them <laughs> I mean a good pair of walking shoes should last you a long time well these ones are. I mean they've only just come back out the cupboard <laughs> yeah <laughs> they've been sitting in the cupboard like, for a while <laughs> this year they've only just come back out yeah, yeah. Been, just did them off and got them back out. <laughs> but so I haven't looked at getting um, any new gear. But yeah, even with like swimming, you can get the watches now, can't you? To tell you how many laps you're doing in a pool, where you've gone, it'll break it all down. I used to have headphones and that I stuck on the back of my goggles so I could swim and listen to music. Yeah. Um, but I stopped doing that because. Obviously, when we were training for the channel, I wasn't going to have an hour of music. You weren't allowed that. So I was like, you're going to have to get back used to just swimming with your own your own head, which is quite colourful in there anyway. So that wasn't a problem. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it is. You don't, you don't have any issues with, uh, with that sort of thing, though. So. Oh, no, I remember one, one hour of the channel, I could not get out of my head super califragilistic <laughs> expialidocious a whole hour. It was just ringing and 
I could not think. As I was going, I was like singing to myself, Zoe swims the channel and she likes to swim all day. Hey, and I just, <laughs> that's what was going through my head for like a whole hour. Brilliant. That's what we like to hear. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> so, so that's now stuck in my head. Um, so we, we sort of come, so you, you've never noticed that the differences and that you've never actually sat back and realized that all that technology, the technology changes and things that you could actually get out so you could go swimming and have headphones and things like that. You, you'd never noticed how, how it had changed over the years. No. <laughs> no, it's just something I've never, but no, being yeah. aware of. Yeah. Or taking interest in really. I'm just like, oh, costume, pretty pattern. I'll wear that. But I don't look at the brand or I need this brand. I know they make great things kind of thing. Yeah. But I've just been like, oh, yeah. Pretty colours. Okay, so um, I mean, we've spoken about how much you, uh, how much time you spent outdoors, and, and what you do, and and how much technology use on a you use on a daily basis. You tend to use your social media in a passive way, so more uh, just scrolling through and looking at it, rather than like actively making content that can be used and manipulated on the on the platforms and things like that. Yeah, I don't really. Um, I had a phase last year where I kind of turned all my social media off and I didn't use social media for a long time. Um, and then I decided I got it back. Uh, and now I kind of post once in a blue moon using it for that. I don't post every walk I go on. I post some of them. I don't post them all. I post a lot of the dog. <laughs> Uh, if I do post but yeah I'm not I'm not before like going back to when I um was training for the channel I posted every swim I posted you know either a picture or a status to say how it was going I kept everyone updated with it um whereas now I just post as and when if I feel like posting I'll post if I don't I don't and I do most of the day I like scrolling through uh, Instagram, just looking at what everyone else is doing, what celebrities are doing, um, funny memes, videos, that kind of thing. I use it probably more for that. And then to stay connected with people, not that I talk all the time, but it's just nice to stay connected in that sense, knowing you can speak to someone, they're literally just on your social media, so you can just ping them a message whenever you feel yeah you like it yeah i mean we touched on it how how do you feel like your technology use has changed as you've grown up um i definitely use it differently now and a lot less like it's so embarrassing on your memories right when facebook reminds you of like what you said in like 2009 and everything was like doing my homework lol and I'm like oh my god like Zoe delete <laughs> kind of thing I used to post everything and everything um all the time and have conversations like the days are gone when you'd post on someone's wall and be like mm. hey you're coming to school tomorrow and um, have you done your math homework lol like that kind of thing but that's yeah. gone now it's 
to think about doing that it's just like oh yeah. <laughs> um but I think as I've got older the, I use it more or less now um for myself I don't post all the time or feel the need to post everything I'm doing I, I quite happily can disconnect from that and just be like yeah this is my life and I'm happy looking at everyone else's and good for them if they want to post everything but for me I don't want to do that all the time um I think I probably use social media as well for I follow a lot of like women's health and healthy diets nutrition like other people who do sports I use it for that and to get tips and read things and whatnot in that sense so I think I definitely use it a lot less than I used to yeah so you don't you don't feel like it affects you it, it, that much in your day-to-day life it's not it's, it doesn't consume you. you you can you can put it down walk away from it yeah I can put it down and walk away from it one thing I'm trying to learn at the moment is for it not to be my first thing in a morning yeah that not to just roll over and go ping Instagram Facebook kind of thing um I try and just trying to be more in the moment of waking up get yourself ready because there's mm. nothing on your phone that's alarming or urgent that you must see in that sense um, so try and I try not to go on it before bed now so when I get into bed yeah I've that, that one I've kind of cracked. I very rarely open my phone and go on social media once I've gone to bed. Um, so those are the kind of things that I do. And I try, yeah, I don't want it to consume me or become my life or feel like I'm missing out all the time if I'm not on it and whatnot. Yeah. That's that's quite a good point, is that is that a lot of people in this day and age, they will use their phone as their alarm. And then the first thing that they'll do when they wake up in the morning is they'll go on it, check their social media and then get up and go. So that's quite that's quite a nice thing to hear that you're trying to avoid them in the evenings and um, and in the mornings, because uh, it has been said that it can disrupt your sleep pattern by an hour. So basically, if you use your phone before you go to sleep, um, your body won't actually go to sleep for another hour, even if you do fall asleep. So the, the hormone levels have to drop before you can actually go to sleep. So it's good. You're doing yeah. good. I try, and if I if I'm on a night where I feel like I'm struggling to sleep, um, I've got that uh, Headspace app, um, yeah. and I put the one to wind you down to sleep. So in that sense, my phone's with me to do that. But mm. I've hardly ever made it to the end of that session. I'm gone within the first three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I've used that session I, as well. Yeah. And then I'm yeah. like out for the count and then I wake up um, either to my alarm or I'm awake before my alarm now. Yeah, fair Just enough. Seize the day. <laughs> Seize the day. And how does that work? Because obviously your job is shift pattern work and stuff. Do, um, does, yeah. How does that work? Um, so what, as in like setting my alarm? Well, or? yeah, setting your alarm and, and, and like, would you, let's say if you come in at nights, you sleep during the day and then you got to go up and go and do that again. Um, are you trying to sort of cram talking to people in, in those small hours that you've got before you've got to go back to work? No. <laughs> no, fair enough. No, I do not. <laughs> 
Um, now, so coming off a night shift, I'm like some people who I work with, they'll go to the gym after work. I can't think of anything worse after a night shift. I literally get back, <laughs> have a shower, and I get into bed. And yeah. I will fall asleep. And I usually sleep to about half 12. And then if I'm mm. back in on the night, um, I'll just fall back asleep again. Um, but I don't work very well. So this week coming up, I'm in Thursday night and I'm off Friday. But mm. I'll make myself get up Friday um, at about midday. But then come about four o'clock, honestly, if you put a sad film on, I'll cry. <laughs> like, I'm so emotional after an night yeah. shift with no sleep. <laughs> Um, and it depends where you catch me really when after I've just finished a full four shifts so like two days two nights those first kind of couple of days I am quite happy not to communicate with anyone because I've been talking to so many different people mm. for 12 hours a day those first few days I'm quite happily like yeah I'll leave my phone I'll just be like zone out into the telly or go for a walk or something like that um, yeah and uh, but I'm a terror for reading my messages and not replying on a daily basis and it's not that I don't want to reply I'm just so busy or I'll open it I'm like I'll reply to that later lo yeah. and behold a week later I'm like oh gosh I've not oh, replied gosh. to the person <laughs> <laughs> especially if you text me because I use whatsapp and I don't mm. use my text messages. They're the ones, if someone texts me, then I'll open it. But yeah, I'll reply to that. I'm busy right now. And then, boom, like a week later, I'm like, oh, no, I didn't reply. And like, I'm so sorry. I didn't reply to you. Like, So, uh, you know, you get your social interaction with at work and things like that. And, and um, there's a lot of uh, research to suggest that the some of the issues that we have with uh, the increase in levels of depression that we have in our society is that um, we have a disconnect between people and we rely more on um, social media and things like that so do you feel like you get your social um, interaction away from uh, away from technology and you still do it the old-fashioned way when you're talking to people and and going out and, and that sort of thing yeah um obviously with work um that's face-to-face -face contact the one thing I try and do is not be so um paperwork focused when attending a job I try and talk to the patient and try and not tap it all down because I'm having a conversation with them and um, sometimes it, de it depends what job you're on sometimes if you have the time I can sit there and tap it down and talk to them or if not I just try and get it quickly and make it more patient focused to bring away because I don't find it hard with myself um if so once we've kind of finished a job in that sense if um I've got text messages but then my crewmate will start talking to me and it's like oh but my crewmate's there and it's rude if I'm texting but then I'm trying to reply to someone who's asked me a question. So trying to balance that out can be a bit difficult because now you mm. can have a conversation anywhere and everywhere. You can have it face-to-face -face with someone. Then someone could be texting you or someone's calling you, but you're trying to finish a conversation here. Um, yeah. So a lot of the time, it's trying to balance how to 
have a conversation for me it's not feeling guilty about saying to someone actually I'll text you back in a minute or for that crewmate who's talking to me I can just say to them oh could you just hold on a minute I'm just trying to finish my text and then I'll uh, we can carry on our conversation so yeah in that sense it's quite it's quite difficult having been able to have a conversation everywhere with technology and normally <laughs> yeah like face to face sort of thing i mean that that leads on to uh, uh next question is that um how, how do you think how do you think that the use of technology is has sort of changed our modern culture and society i mean you've touched on it a little bit there saying that you know it's difficult if you're trying to have a conversation in face to face which is uh, arguably the better way for human beings to do it um you know you're trying to message how how do you feel that technology has changed our modern culture and society um i think it's easy now just to ping an email you can have an answer within seconds um mm. no one and to like solve a debate or to solve an answer you just type it in it's at your fingertips and I think yeah. we rely a lot on that um mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine if the internet went down worldwide what people <laughs> would do because now and it's really funny this isn't it but if you go to someone's house I remember growing up you just turn up at your mate's house knock on the door and be like yeah. hey are you coming out whereas now you probably text them Hey, can I come round for a brew? That I think I feel like sometimes that time has gone mm. the way you just turn up at someone's house, despite of the pandemic that we're in. But yeah, uh, it has gone where you just turn up to someone's house and be like, Hey, I've just popped round for a brew. Now it's oh, I'll text them and see if they're in first. I, I couldn't possibly just turn up and intrude, I'll give them a call or I'll text them. That's mm. kind of for me, I feel like that's gone. Some people may still do that. Um, mm -hmm. Good for them. <laughs> Keep going. But I know for me, I text my friends because you don't never know whether they're in. But no one, I'd never just make that journey and rock up now and be like, oh, hey, you in? You free for a brew? Yeah. Or, you know, if they turned you down. So I think in that sense, we rely on it so much. Um to help get us through and by like you can check the weather on it you can communicate with whoever you can video call you can see someone um so it's pretty incredible um however i do sometimes think it, it does distance people from having a normal conversation and getting up and going out i mean you can have you know your shop delivered to your house now and you don't have to do those food shops and even though it makes life easier I think it disconnects you from having that face-to-face -face conversation with the person at the till or mm. having to ask a question now you can ping an email having to talk on the phone and ask someone mm. seems like a bizarre thing why would I do that when I can ping an email yeah exactly and it's it, I think it's changed it. It's great that we have it all, but I think sometimes, and I think we all do it, we probably lose ourselves a bit in it and disconnect with others in the world. Um, yeah. So, and obviously there's that whole thing of social media being used for good and bad. And, you know, I just think if you don't like it, don't follow it and don't comment on it. You're not going to love and support someone. Why, why hate on it? Yeah. 
I mean, that's I, a very pragmatic view. I just think view people who are so. hating. Yeah, and I, I feel like, going back to Britney, love her. She <laughs> posts videos of her dancing. Yeah. And you know what? She might, like, she gets comments of, you need to scrub your face, take your makeup off. Oh, my God, Britney's gone mad. She needs help. And I just think, you know what? She's happy. And I know for one, I wouldn't post a video of myself dancing. Mm. So why would I sit there? And I, I just think all these people making those comments, they probably don't have the confidence to post a video of them dancing, whether it's good, whether it's bad. So I just think you've got nothing nice to say. Don't say it. Or just unfollow Britney. That, instead of being mean. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. kind of thing. So... Yeah, I think I mean, it, it has its perks and it has its downs, but it's very easy at a tap of a button now to make a comment or you know hide behind your keyboard and be like, "eh," on there. Say things that you wouldn't say to people's faces, toxic. Yeah, and you mm. can hide behind your keyboard and then be like, "Oh, sorry, was that me?" And, you know, the lame excuse, "Sorry, my brother got my phone." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That sounds like you've used that a few times. <laughs> oh, God. Well, it sounds lame if you said my brother took my phone, doesn't it? But uh, yeah. I thought about it. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, you spot on with like, all, the, all the research that I've looked into and, and things like that is that, um, you know, if you use social media passively, so it's just like scrolling through, it... it it's a 33% increase in um, in the chances that you'll start developing signs of depression. It's, it's, that's sort of crazy. And then you have people that if you're actively using it, so if you're talking to your friends and, and you're um, you're using it, um, like yeah, putting stuff on that could be used or modified or things like that, um, it, it actually reduces the chances of depression. So, you know, um, I mean, it's very anecdotal what I'm saying, but you know, you there is a level of using social media that you need to be present and actually engaging in it rather than just being passive and taking it all in. So only positive engagement. I don't yeah, want no negativity over here. <laughs> no negativity. Um, so sachet away. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess. Um, I just sort of, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll just I'll just I'll just sort of wrap it up and uh, I like to ask the people if uh, if you had the chance to um, live off grid for a year um, would you do it and where would you do it yes I could definitely live off grid I think if I did it I'd want to be, um, do you mean off-grid as in like off social media? No, no, no I mean um, off-grid Or like no in, technology uh, whatsoever. No no technology, living in, live in a house that has no running water or power or, that, or heat, central heating, that sort of thing. Would you, if you could, would you? And where would you do it? Oh, if I had the opportunity, yeah, I'd definitely do it. Um, I'd say I'd go to a city that's busy so you can still see people and have a social interaction. Um, but I'd want to be somewhere hot. So yeah. the UK is not really the place to do it. Um, no. As in a face-to-face -face social. 
aspect of it. Um, yeah. Unless I mean, you mean completely like cut off from everyone and everyone, anyone and uh, everyone. You don't have to be cut off from everyone and everyone. You can take people with you, but you're supposed to be sort of further away from cities and towns and stuff and be in your own sort of community type thing. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, where would I go? I don't know. I wouldn't want to go in the jungle. I mean, I've watched Attenborough and there's too much in there. <laughs> Probably get eaten. <laughs> Probably going to live with the mountain goats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're so cool. I said, um, I said the other day, my spirit animal was a mountain goat. And everyone oh. laughed and they were like, you are not a mountain goat. They were like, you, you can't even climb. And I was like, I am a mountain goat. Look at them. <laughs> um, I don't care about my climbing skills. I am a mountain goat. Uh, I'm a mountain goat. <laughs> um, I've got no, I'd definitely do it if the opportunity arose. I just don't know where I'd want to go in that sense. Yeah, that's fair enough. You said, you said somewhere warm. And you, that, you, I mean, you would, if you could, uh, you could take a few people with you, you know, would you, would you look for somewhere with an open water so you could go open water swimming, have a few mates there, just have a bit of fun for a year? Yeah, probably. I don't know why that is though. Probably, maybe the lakes, the lakes are lovely. I like the lakes. Yeah. yeah. So you do it in the Lake District then? Yeah, probably. Unless... Oh, I don't know. It's cold there, isn't it? <laughs> I can't <laughs> win with myself. I can't make a decision. <laughs> that's all right. No, um, that's fine. I, I I just ask. I get different answers every time I ask. So, you know. I know mine's like. Uh, 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 <laughs> I don't know. It's it's um it's a unique way of asking asking and, and you find out what people would be interested in doing. So, um. That's why I ask it in such an ambiguous way as well, so that it's open to interpretation. Yeah, I've just got, I just know I'd take the opportunity, but I don't know where I'd do it. Yeah. Or where I'd want to be near. Yeah, exactly. Right, well, um, that's it. Thanks very much for uh, coming and joining us on this episode. And, um, and uh, you're welcome. That's been, uh, it's been enlightening, and, and there's, it's always interesting um getting different different views and different opinions from people because you've got a different view and opinion to the way you have interacted with technology in the outdoors that nick has so it's um it's, it's enlightening so thank you very much you're more than welcome thanks for asking me you uh, ever got any more questions let me know <laughs> oh i will don't you worry right. thanks very much Zoe. You're welcome.